My Town, live with Rod Hawker. All right, welcome back. We are 100.9 The Line, and we're serving our community with information and news from both sides of the Mason-Dixon line. And we are practicing social distancing here on The Line, so we're having our interviewees call in each and every day. And uh, we're south of the Mason-Dixon line again. I've got Mr. Chris Miner on the line. He's a technology consultant. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Rod. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for calling in today. I appreciate your time. So you're a technology consultant, and you're with Innovative Inc. Tell me, how long has Innovative Inc. been in business? Uh, Innovative Inc. has been in business about 18 years now, a little over that. Uh, started and founded and the uh, still leadership of Jason Rappaport, where uh, based out of Hagerstown, Maryland, supporting uh, IT customers in Southern PA, Washington County, Frederick County, other parts of Maryland, Northern Virginia, and the Panhandle of West Virginia. Okay, well, that's a big area, so you must have a lot of employees. So, how many employees are, are, are with Inc.? Currently, we're about 45 employees. Um, been able to keep everybody on staff and keeping everybody busy during this crazy time. Wow. Well, that's fantastic, Chris. So let me ask you, how long have you been with Innovative Inc.? Uh, so far today, I've been with them about a year and a half. About a year and a half. So what yep. what is your tech background? I always uh, find this interesting because, you know, usually in, in my, like, I'm old, I'm 61. But, uh, you know, the, the tech guys from when I was growing up, you know, the, the tech geeks and all that stuff. So I always like to ask people their background and how, how they got to be in the business they're in. So give me a little bit of background about yourself, sir. Yeah, so my tech background isn't as Strong as my title. <laughs> That's good. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, no. I've actually, um, so I've been with Innovative, like I said, a year and a half now, and uh, I've grown up using technology, obviously. Uh, my main role is to work with people in the community, figure out what their goals are as businesses, and we deal with a lot of nonprofits as well, and help them, you know, align their, their needs with technology so they can become more efficient and uh, more capable just with all the <clears throat> stuff we have out there right now. I actually have a bank background in uh, banking and finance. Um, oh, cool. Mainly, but yeah, so I got got a, got an opportunity with Innovative and we have, a, for the actual technology stuff, we have a great team that supports from myself and everybody else there. Nice. So IT Solutions, you do hardware and software support, is that correct? Uh, mainly hardware. We, we do a lot of support to the end users. We have our own call center in Hagerstown where, um, you know, if you're sitting there on your computer and something's not working, you can call in too. We can send people on site. And um, we do a lot of uh, IT strategy as well. So really acting as that chief information officer for the companies that don't have the resources to have that internally. Okay. Well, you mentioned IT strategies. Uh, do you also supply op- do you also supply operational advice? Yeah, we do. So we 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 try to align. You know what what's the company doing? What is their goal? Where, where do they want to be by the end of this year? What about three years? What about five years? And we'll really evaluate. All right. Well, to get there, this is what you need. We'll look at all the the devices they have, we'll see what needs to get upgraded, we'll look at their security, 
and we really handle everything that plugs into an Ethernet cable as well, so we can do print copy and with phone systems. That way, if something's going wrong, it's a one it's a one note number to call, and uh, we can help them out that way. Okay. Well, you you mentioned uh, this uh, advice and this consulting you do for a one year, three year uh, initiatives and goals and so forth. Is this all just in the IT world, or is this around their whole business model in general as well? Um, we really are trying to focus on their entire business model in general. Uh, that way, we can really dig in to see, like I said, you know, where are they? What what are their goals? And every everything that they want to do revolves around technology nowadays, pretty much for all industries. So, you know, how, where do they want to be, and how can we get them there more efficiently with the use of some? Uh, technology. I got you. And I understand now where you're going with that, because like if you want to be more efficient and how you can utilize the technology to increase sales or or maybe you don't need salespeople out in the street. How can we reach out to people through these different avenues uh, on the IT side? And that's how you consult with them and then help walk them down that road and, and hold their hand. Like if it's an individual like me, who's a little tech challenged, uh, you can do all that. Sounds like a one stop shop. Yeah, that's what we really want to be. And, it, you know, it goes down into everything from budgeting. If you're a grown company, well, you're going to need to buy more. I mean, as simple as that, buy more computers, get a bigger server, something like that. I got you. Um, how, how much is that going to cost you? That's, that's a question that we face a lot. And if you can plan that out a year or two in advance, that makes life a lot easier. Yeah, it sure does. Okay, well, listen, it's 8.12 in the morning, Chris. I'm going to have to bounce out of here for a quick word from our sponsor. I've learned a lot so far, and we're going to learn some more when we come back after this break. This is 100.9 The Line. My Town, live with Rod Hawker. All right, welcome back. I've got Chris Miner on the line. He's with Innovative Inc., and they are an IT solutions company with 45 employees. And uh, Chris has been with them for about a year and a half, and I'm learning a lot. He's a, a technology consultant. Uh, man, that's fantastic. We're learning a lot about IT solutions and so forth. Chris, thanks again for being with me this morning. Yeah, good talking to you, Rod. Uh, now, let me ask you, what kind of... Uh, Give me an idea of your businesses. I mean, do, do you cater to government sectors, nonprofit sectors, and individuals, small business, large business? Give me an idea of the, the scope of that. Yeah, so we're kind of all across the board as far as everything you just mentioned there. We deal with some municipalities. We support a couple of uh, police departments as well as small businesses, uh, a lot of professional service in this industry. We do a lot of medical, so we support um, some like physical therapists, some doctor's offices, other medical centers. Centers we do our own HIPAA compliance internally, and um, we do a lot of work with nonprofits as well. Um, we have customers that have four or five employees, and some that have over two hundred. We we are really all over the place on that. Wow, well, that sounds fantastic. So then you you uh, appeal to a lot of uh, different customer bases, and you mentioned one thing I want to zero in on, uh, police departments. And when you're dealing with the police, the po-po, as I like to call them, I have a friend that was a corporal, was on the show Tuesday, uh, what security risks are out there? When you're dealing with, the, dealing with the police, I'm sure you've got to have these guys tight as a drum. What security risks are out there, Chris? 
Yeah, I mean, just dealing with them, it's making sure all the information's secure. They're, they're obviously mobile. They all have computers in their vehicles. So it's just really about making sure that it's up to date, it's working for them, and then everything that they're doing is, you know, is secure so that nobody's able to see what information they're putting in, what information they're looking at. Um, there's a, a lot of different ways that we're able to do that. Okay, well, whittle that down a little bit for me. Like I said, I'm not too much of a tech guy. Is that like like firewalls and you be sure that no one can get in and hack their information? How does that work? Or aren't you at liberty to say, maybe this is so top secret, I don't know. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just trying to learn here. Yeah, no, it's all right. It, it, it goes for police departments as well as a lot of other types of industries as well. You know, when you have people out in the field, it's just you don't want that information being seen by other people. So it is about protecting with firewalls, uh, encrypting information, or putting a, a VPN on a connection to a server so that it's uh, basically a, a, a two-directional tunnel where it's just nobody can get into that on ten if you're really good. But um, yeah. nothing's totally secure. But, uh, you know, just making sure that it, it makes it more difficult for anybody who's trying to see what they're looking at. Okay, I got you. All right, well, thanks for that, because I think of, I know the government's got these IT hacks out there, and they're hacking the uh, other countries, their information, and nowadays, I mean, they are watching our every moves. Uh, it, it's kind of a, it getting very scary out here, so I just was curious uh, what security risks there are there. Well, let me ask you, Chris, uh, you mentioned uh, level two, level three, kind of a network engineer technology kind of What's, what's a level two and a level three? And tell me about that. Yeah, so for innovators, we only have level two, level three, and up engineers. That just means they're a lot more experienced with the, the way things are put together in a network and how, how devices work. So that way, you know, they can do more than tell you to turn something off and turn it back on. Oh, okay. Well, that, that would be like me. Is that a level one? Um, I must be a level one. I know how to turn on a computer. <laughs> I might be a minus level at my at my level. At my level, I'm a minus level. All right. <laughs> well, I appreciate that information, Chris. Uh, well, we're running out of time here, Chris. I've got uh, one more question to ask you here, and then we, we've got to run. Um, your network operations center, your call-in center you mentioned, now that is manned 24 hours a day, and that is at your main headquarters, or where is this? Yeah, so it's based out of our main headquarters, and we don't have people in there 24-7. Our, our standard operating hours are from 8, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., but we do have support 24-7, and we have at least one or two uh, engineers on call. Is, so if something happens on the weekends or after hours, we're aware of it, and we can either jump on it right then, and we'll bring in more people if needed, even if it, like I said, is on the weekend or in the middle of the night. Um, or and we're, we're, So we're always available there for support. Okay. Well, you, you hear a lot about, uh, I just wanted to ask this question. I mean, I am running out of time. But uh, you hear a lot about somebody holding your, your IT Hostage, where they they get into your system and they charge you twelve hundred dollars to release it, or 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 some gibberish like that. What what does all of this mean? And just give me a one minute talk about that. Yeah, so ransomware is is the name for it, and 
what, like you just said, what they do is they, they'll be able to get into your systems and really lock it down and have their own passwords on it and encrypt your own data uh, and then make you pay with some sort of cryptocurrency, whether it be Bitcoin. And it's become a lot more prevalent recently. It's happened to the city of Baltimore. It's happened to some airline industries. Um, and, you know, you just it, it can really happen to anybody which is kind of scary, but there there are ways to prevent it through certain security measures and, you know, making sure you know what what emails you're opening and who they're from. It's really a simple way to to monitor it. Okay, yeah, and I don't open any email that I don't know where it's from. Sometimes people call me and say, hey, man, you didn't answer my email or something. I was like, you know, dude, it didn't uh, ring a bell with me, and and I didn't open it. I know up there at Johnny's Restaurant and Hotel Service, I mean, they had spyware get a hold of them once, and I think it was $1,200 or something. You know, this is going back a few years. Uh, maybe we weren't up to speed on on their uh, their spyware products that they needed to have, but uh, yeah, it, it was quite uh, quite interesting in one respect that these people can actually do this. And I got and there's plenty of people that make a living at this, and they've got to be real hacks, I guess, real IT hacks. And uh, that's why you that's why you enlist a company like Innovative Inc. because they can secure your operation and uh, keep you away from this kind of thing. Well, Chris, I've got to go. Let me give me your uh, website, how to get a hold of you, and we will get out of here. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Our website is innovativeinc.net, and the best way to get a hold of us is our phone number is three zero one seven three nine. Seven four four five. All right. Thank you, Chris, from Innovative Inc. This is 100.9 The Line.